I think we're close to episode. We I objectively know that we're close to episode 100, like within spinning distance of it. But I am pretty sure this isn't it. Full look behind the curtain uh, for our listeners. Um, we aren't amazing at keeping track when we've recorded a few episodes ahead and they're not up. I guess I just want to apologize in case this is episode 100 and uh, we've let uh, yet another milestone episode go casually by. But I think it's probably about episode 98, which uh, makes me very excited to uh, start ideating with you, Chris, about what we might do uh, for episode 100 if or if we even want to do anything different from it um, on the idea that this doesn't actually happen to secretly be episode 100, which I'm pretty sure it's not. Well, I mean, you might think that because we've ranked anniversaries, we have a good idea of how important this is going to be to us, but we haven't ranked uh, the base 10 number system. So, mm. uh, you know, like how significant is 100? Well, I guess it's, you know, it's a cool little catchy handle for everyone out there that's, you know, in the pocket of big base 10. Yeah. And, you know, you know, so you can say, you know, what percent a particular thing lands in very easily, but, you know... We we know that um, you know what so we're acculturated for you. to. Yeah, it doesn't have to be your reality, and and there are, we have a lot of listeners out there who are probably on all sorts of different base number systems, and um, that have really transcended that. So this being episode, you know, I don't know, say it's ninety seven or whatever. That you know that could be that could be the most significant thing in someone's life, and we haven't acknowledged it because anniversaries didn't come that high after all. You know, it ranking. just didn't rank that high. It's kind of it made a really middling result, kind of lower middle, and you know, as uh, those in our life have come to realize once we have a ranking for an idea on the list, we then reshape our entire personality, each of us um, around that new understanding of where ideas rank. So, you know, who's to say, and then we forget how we ever used to be. So who's to say, maybe the two of us were like massively into um, commemorating anniversaries before then, but you know, we don't have, we don't have any choice around this. Um, we've dedicated ourselves to this. Um, I do have one conviction, which is that base three is completely out. If any of you, if any of the listeners out there are, um, dabbling in the, in that, in like the horrid, um, waters of base three counting and, um, understanding of the world, um, I, I, I can't support you. Other than that, Chris, you're right about um, having an expansive attitude towards these things. I got a good idea for an, uh, for something fun to do for the hundredth. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a bit much of an ask, but I think it could be cool to get someone who doesn't listen to the podcast that's close in our lives, give them the list of the 100 ideas and ask them to guess which are in the top 10 and the bottom 10. I think that could be that's really fun. That's pretty fun. We should do that no matter what. Yeah. It's not fun for listeners, just fun for us, which is, of course, the objective. Fun for us. No, that's great. And yeah, this, yeah, you can, whatever we do for the 100, if it doesn't happen to be this episode, I think this episode is like 97 or 98, but... If that does, doesn't happen to be what we do, you can be assured, listeners, that whatever we do do will be about what we want to do to have a good time and pleasing ourselves. And I know that you can take comfort in that. Pass Speaking of pleasing ourselves. Pass exactly. <laughs> Maybe it could just be us eating, a f- eat, just the audio of us eating a fabulous meal in silence. Just the dim sound of us like chewing. I hear a lot of people are into that. <laughs> Chris, what idea do you have any, do, have we had any listener requests? Do you have any thoughts? I have an idea. Let's chuck him in the no holds barred uh, MMA cage. That is the opening pre-credits bit of our episode. There's a listener in Germany, Christina, who got in touch to ask if we would rank originality. And I think at some point mm. we definitely should. We, ju- we did recently rank creativity, which is certainly an adjacent. It's adjacent. Idea, but originality but it's, not, it's, is yeah, like, it's a distinct idea f- for sure. It's super distinct. Yeah, do you think it's too much to do it episode after, right after creativity? We do turn the cycle around a bit. It is, um, yeah, I, I, I'm really into it. The and it doesn't, it doesn't really, it doesn't exclusively cross over into um, creative zones or artsy zones, even though that's like, of course, where our brains would go. Yeah, nor, nor does creativity necessarily. I think. Um, yeah. uh, I can't decide whether or not to do it. I know that you had an idea that you wanted to bring as well, so I think I'd like to hear that and then. Make the call. Yep. My idea is magic. I'd love to rank magic. Yeah, let's do originality next episode. Great. I d- definitely want to do magic. Now wow. we know. Now we know. Shazam. Pinging through the ether like a giant emotion. This lotion, this lotion. Sometimes commotion, sometimes no commotion. Rank ideas. Take them to the bank ideas.
Welcome, everybody, to the Rank Ideas podcast. We're on another fantastic episode with myself, Chris Andrew, and I'm joined by Nick Deladovic, and we together, fierce friends on a mission to rank every human idea in an ever-expanding list in order from best to worst. And today, we will be finding the perfect spot to place the idea of magic. Nick, what's magic? We will be ranking magic. Me, Nick, and also Chris, we're here on the podcast to do precisely this, the... Uh, oh, me, comma, def- Nick. Sorry, I was confused. I was like, <laughs> you got it. You see, are you, you a see. third person? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, for those listening in transcript form, it was clear. The uh, definition of magic I will begin with, and then you can um, see if, tell me if I'm missing anything. There's... Uh, whoop. So the, sorry. I knocked uh, the... Um, what do you call it? The uh, spit guard thing for my uh, microphone in an attempt to further stall having to define something as broad and um, hairy as magic. magic. Mm-hmm. Um, so magic is a type, again, it's another one of these things, which is a type of overlay or a valence or a, um, uh, like a lens of understanding that is uh, put over all kinds of things in life. But very, if you were the version of it, which is defined as its own thing is very much about, um, a uh, transcendently supernatural or um, ineffable um, phenomenon or phenomena um, that uh, is uh, believed or seen or interpreted as having um, a real existence um, as part of everyday life um, that uh, at the same time, and this is the kind of interesting kind of dissonance in the idea potentially, um, is um, bringing... Uh, like weird, um, unusual transcendental, um, aspects to existence or outcomes or effects in existence. It's, um, the, um, you know, it might be, uh, conceived of as, um, a type of power or powers, um, a type of, um, uh, force, um, or forces that I think that's, um, often how it's, uh, conceived of. Um, it might be, thought of as it's certainly thought of as a culture a lot of the time um and um the and it's often conceived of in two seemingly contradictory um ways one is of one is of um illusion and um uh yet like the the marshalling of illusionary forces or glamours um that might be used to bamboozle people or delight them um and at the other end it's often seen of as 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 in terms of like hidden knowledge or hidden truths, like things that are actually forces that are um, real and distinct, but um, aren't uh, readily available as part of um, everyday normal life. How am I doing there, Chris? You think I'm missing anything big or? Um... No, it's good. It's, it's, it's almost, it's almost too big uh, in the ranking sense because it is also like, you know, are we looking at the culture or are we looking at um you know, I guess we've got to start looking at the the core concept and, um, you know, if, if, like, what does it, you know, ass- assuming that then the other things come out of that, like, um, I think, and, and for me, the core, the core element of it is that it's, um, it's, it's a, it's a kind of a catch-all for, um, explainer for uh, where there's a gap between, uh, a perceptive or a, cons- a constructed understood, um, occurrence and, 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 uh, percepted, perceived, um, and, and, uh, and how you perceive that reality. So like, you know, so in that way, you know, the, the conjurer's trick where, you know, they, they take a card from behind your ear because you don't understand where that happened or how it happened. It is a magic, even though, you know, there is some, even though you may consciously know there's some, um, physical mechanic that they're doing in the same way as, uh, oh, you know, we did some weather magic and the weather changed, um, you know, th- because you don't understand the connection between what it is what you're doing and the outcome, or you don't understand the connection between how weather happens, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that there is, it's, I think the key, uh, uh, common commonality between those, those seemingly very different things is, is that you're, you're using a sort of, um, a heuristic, a kind of like a least path, a path of least resistance to just, put a tell-all explainer on a gap between something that you don't understand and a, and and an experienced reality through your perception. Yeah, that tracks for me. And I mean, that is the, your examples suggest that the way that it actually, separate to the way it might be thought of, the way it's often actually enacted or 
the way that it exists or the 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 thing that is bound up with it as an idea all along is the idea of people who have access and practice of it. Um, you yeah, know, it's the to, it's not yes. just an explainer. It's not just an, an explainer, but it's an idea of a tool. It's the idea of, here is a way that we can have control and influence, um, and uh, or even um, even show or how we, certain individuals can show value or um, status or influence or ability. Um, the other thing I would say is that yeah, it because um, to me there is something really clearly as. Um, it's worth taking the time to articulate because to me there it's as I say it's a big sweeping encompassing idea um but in a way that makes me really want to rank it as its own idea and i do think there's something very um there is a very clear handle of what it is in my head which is um the idea a the idea of um it is a way to in it's a way to interpret uh what's going on and be uh, like so you know magical thinking is a term on its own but i think it's one that's pretty fundamental to the whole sweep of what magic is as an idea it's mm-hmm. like a, it's a way to think about the world but ma- magic doesn't exist independently of people thinking about it thinking you know no. it's yeah you know this it's not a yeah yes not and one the of other the, thing the forces yeah and the other thing i think that's really uh key specific to talking about it and ranking it is the idea of um, that it, that just having the idea sets up a uh, sense of opposites, like a relationship of opposites as in things that are magical and things that are not magical. Um, the, you know, it's, it almost, um, yeah, like I think it is another one of those ideas like art that creates a sense of, um, yeah, that there is a transcendent reality beyond a normal reality that is accessible, but, you know, but distinct. And um, to me, that that comes very specifically into the potential judgments of it as an idea or uses of it as an idea. Uh, uh, again, uh, once again, and I don't think this is even the first time that I've said this it, to you, but even on the podcast, it comes down to the Tower of Power, what is hip song, where sometimes hipness is what it ain't. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, oh, I mean... It's pretty similar. We ranked cool in one of the ep- in in an episode that was pretty great. Um, this and uh, you should listen to it. But yeah, we didn't rank cool particularly highly. But yeah, we definitely. Um, it feels a little bit similar uh, in terms of once you have the contagion of the idea, you know, yeah. is out there Absolutely. in the system. Then it then it then it is massively affecting on everybody's. In, um, you know, it's 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 an extremely like. Magic, like cool, is an extremely infectious idea and will have a sweeping effect on everybody's sense of the world and how it operates as soon as it exists. Um, and, 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 very- and I think I think cool, you know, cool is an infectious idea for, for a real for a real mechanical reason, and so is magic. Like cool because you know your status, you know, in, you know, we're group organism, etc., um, and your status in that group is important to you and does materially change your life and, you know, and survival historically. Um, and similarly, um, you know, magic is a persistent uh, emergence because we don't, we, we're incapable of, of understanding um, the realities around us that we even perceive. And um, of course, it's an inertia to take the lowest possible um, energy response to understanding that. And I think that magic is almost, is almost the very bottom, like, um, it, you know, it's, it's one rung above, you know, just not bothering at all. And, and sort of certainly having a framework of magic as well is an even easier one because then, like, well, it, you know, there's, it's, 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 it's kind of, for, it's for me, it's a bottom rung explainer for uh, any phenomenon. And I think it's, I think it's existence is, is bad. Um, and I think, and I, I think, uh, you know, it it doesn't really have a high place in our society. The term magic, but it has a very high place in um its in its uh in its in its various forms. Um, which which yeah. can which which uh, I'm sure now that we start to think about them, you know, we'll be able to find them and see them everywhere throughout the day because uh you know there's there's it, it reminded me straight away of souls when you said um magic because mm. i remember my first reaction to souls was they're like yeah but nobody believes in souls and then i thought about it, i was like oh my god almost everybody <laughs> like you hear people talk um, about things that indicate soul belief um you know yes. every, uh, constantly and and the same the same is true of magic absolutely and um i it, it's uh even more sweepingly uh, absolutely and i think whilst um uh like i'm definitely willing to accept that there may be fundamental truths about the universe that 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 may be even unknowable, not just not just by us and our own, um, you know, 
our own physical limitations and capacities. Whilst that that may, that may be the case, um, you know, uh, most of the things that we have historically had handles of magic upon as a species have been. Um, it's a it's a line that that uh, that recedes because um, uh, because things that we have considered uh, either unknowable or have had frame, magical frameworks upon um, just consistent they, they consistently topple and they never I mean not never but uh, a lot of them you, you just don't return to the kind of mainstream uh, magical thinking that ha- that at other times you know even you know even within the living memory of our grandparents would have been dominant ways of thinking um, and I think that. Uh, yeah, it's a. Da- I think it's a, it's a placeholder that's that um, I can see its function because it settles you having to worry about or consider things or you know lets you that's outsource thing, right? things. But it's but it's not um, it's not a uh, it's it's an inhibitory tool and therefore I think has to be pretty low on our list. That's my sense right away, and I'll expand on my thoughts on that. Is yeah, like the because um, yeah, I'm extremely comfortable with the idea of. Um, the unknown, like the idea of there being mm. things that are unknown, um, and uh, and potentially could always be unknown, like the limits of human knowledge and its and um, you know uh, ineffable, unexplainable phenomena. And for me, magic is yeah, and I'm I'm all for celebrating that. And I think you know um, yeah, uh, there are other there are other thought processes and ideas that are quite good at celebrating that to me magic is kind of the op is not a celebration of that and is not a it is a very understandable and easy to empathize with contention with that but um what it is like magic is very specifically as you say it's an explainer it's a way to it's a way to say that we do know what's going on it's um, almost an ideology nick it's it is it's it certainly cross let's just say obviously an observable thing about magic is that it heavily cross maps with ideology superstition um faith um theologies um things you know and other more uh subtle types of magical thinking um and like the and the other here's the other big thing for me with magic um the observable history and the observable present of how it is administered and what it's what a big part of what it's actually about isn't just to give a community a um mechanic to explain things and as you say relax and not be investigating with rigor um or sitting in uncertainty or developing their ability as a as humans to sit in uncertainty and to accept uncertainty not only is it not only is it not doing that it is it, it's not just an, a group, a, a, an explainer that's shared around the group. It is an explaining mechanic that allows one or specific people to be afforded power as the explainer. It's yeah. a power mechanic. Like, and that's the, um, and you know, for everything from theological cultures to new age cultures to just straight up um, a bunch of, just any bunch of, um, you know, un, like uninformed about a particular thing, group of people in the street you know, the idea of magic gives the mechanic of magic gives gives a person in that situation the ability to just jump into and claim a role where they then have they can afford themselves power and status. Or, you know, historically huge um, organizational uh, enterprises of um, you know of of that law of magical law um, be existing for people to choose to just you know uh, pledge their allegiance to or and um, negotiate their own belonging and uh, potentially parent status within. And that is, you know, a big part of my discomfort around it. Um, also, I don't know, like it's, uh, I'm sure this is a personality type thing, but I'm someone who genuine be- genuinely believes that the observable knowns and, un- knowns and unknowns of the universe are wonderful on their own, you know, like, as in like, don't get me wrong. Like the, um, May, I'm fine with making things up. I'm fine with like fictions and um, goofy, like um, like and like uh, you know, for instance, the the whole section of magic, which is just like a um, storytelling and a, which is a genre. You know, you sort of sort like if you look at stuff like wizards and sword and sorcery and things of that nature, mm-hmm. like just stories of magical, you know, quote unquote magical lands, like. Um, you know, I have as much enjoyment and engagement with that as anybody else. Even then, I have like a critique. Oh, it's part of the fun is critiquing what the actual thoughts and ideas and narratives of existence 
being communicated through those things are. But yeah, like the, you know, the aesthetic of the aesthetic of a wizard as a sort of character construction, I'm not particularly um, taking aim at, but I also think that like just the supposedly quote unquote mundane everyday reality that people um, feel that they feel is so punishingly drab is, has, is potent, is objectively wonderful and great. Uh, Sometimes more is like, more easily accessible is wonderful and great if you don't have a bunch of, um, you know, uh, like reductive magical thinking tropes in your way to just rec- to just recognize and observe that. That's pretty glib. Like, you know, obviously there are people I, to the, to our, to our listeners who are stuck against their better judgment and, um, preference in objectively drab circumstances. Um, I recognize that that is the case, but also like, um, yeah, just um, the yeah the the offer of escape of that, which is just yeah. Oh man, I, I'm gonna. I kind of think it's I'm, I'm gonna put a pin in that. Sorry. Yeah. Oh well, I just think like it's it's not even the it's not even a useful metric to be like well you know if your daily reality is horrible and and magic is the but like and, and even when you said it's you know I, I like I agree with you I do suspect that there's a personality type component um in that there's a distribution of people who seem to be uh more compelled to certain forms of magic in different areas um and and that that's I, I don't mean that in any stereotype way I think like across the the spectra of uh you know the human distribution you see people will have their own uh kind of magic that is compelling to them and I think regardless of you know even at, even at its most noble um a sentiment of you know well you know reality is is scary there are so many unknowns people you know may have uh, bodies that are really predisposed to um not responding well to the uh, distress of the unknown of even present circumstances which are distressing for everybody um even then uh having shortcuts to um not um not reckon with uh the nature of that of the reality of that uncertainty uh, is 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 something that you give to children who don't have the critical capacity to uh, not even critical capacity. That's not even fair. But just it's like it's um, don't have the, don't have the train don't have the trained um, don't have the experiential uh, ability to sit in uncertainty and sit in um, sobering truths and realities, which is yes. completely you know it's completely understandable and fine to have to feel a way about that, but to but. I think um, the sense it's ultimately of, far more empowering to to be given the baseline tools to or to yes. develop them or to work even even to, to aspire to them to be have the baseline tools to find a way to to um, reckon with the nature of that uncertainty as a reality because the stuff that you replace it with it doesn't let you better navigate it um, even if you manage yes. to get away your whole life with those tools it, it, it um, it's it's uh, yeah it's inhibitory and um, and that's the type of stuff that we are very very down on. Yeah, and and you know, and we we believe in the idea that you know, I mean, if everything is you know, all important things to do are extremely hard to do, but I believe in the idea that um, gaining a comfort and a contention with an uncertainty can be its own transcendent experience, like you know, mm. being you know, and um, that yeah, like yeah, I guess we're <laughs> yeah, there can be a celebration, there can. There can be a comfort, if not a celebration, of not uh, actually not knowing things, and that's my thing. If you really, if people really want to talk about the mysteries of the universe, then at some point you've got to put your money where your mouth is and sit in the uh, sit inside the idea of actual mystery, not as not mystery in a Agatha Christie way, where it's like, okay, we got to, we're going to figure this out, or I'm going to be the person who has the answer. It's yeah. like no, as in it's a mystery. You don't know. We don't know. Um, and um, personally, for me, there's a lot of hope and joy. And counter to despair uh, in life in terms of all the things that the fact that I live in a world where I don't know, I know so little about what the future will bring and so little about what's already going on. And that is scary in the ways that it's scary, but it also means that my, the thing that my brain wants to do, which is bleakly sometimes like formulate, oh, the universe, this is what's going on and it sucks and there's no hope for change. Well, that's definitely wrong because luckily there's so much un- unknown stuff is that whatever my sense of life in the universe as being is, is wrong. And for me, that's my ultimate source of hope and joy in the world <laughs> is being like, well, I actually don't know what's going to happen. I don't, you know, like, um, and I do think there's, that could be, even, even without that touchy-feely construction of it, 
we factually, we all just don't know what's going to happen. So mm. um, contending, like that's a true thing. And um, there's not a lot of contending with the true thing. And, you know, in a, in a lot of current um, and historical circumstances, you see the cost of this isn't, you know, this, uh, digressing a little broader again from magic for a second. You see, you see the costs um, <coughs> frequently of the human drive to always just get quickly to a sense of knowing what's going on. Like there's a lot of, that's a high cost. That's a natural human behavior that is high cost because it just leads to A, a lot of people stressing and arguing and B, a lot of like not as much, not as much open thought and investigation and interrogation of things because a lot of that would involve just, it, just sitting in the idea that you don't know what's going on for longer. Um, so I'll pull that digression back. Sorry, Chris. No, 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 it's good. Um, it reminds me of a Talib line I read recently, which is, um, and, and I wasn't sure what to make of it in terms of whether I agreed or not, but it was um, it, it was an assertion that uh, the point of God is not that God exists. The point of God is that you're not God. <laughs> and um, and I think that <laughs> I think that every time you engage with a magic, you know, at worst case, you are, you know, um, kind of cosplaying as, you know, God in in the sense that you have an agency of control over things that you absolutely don't. Um, or, um, you know, even at the diet version, which is the one that most of us, uh, I think, are more likely to engage in, where cosplay as somebody else is God who has that agency over things. Or like so the, the, the hidden esoteric knowledge of the unknown can be contained by, by someone else in a way that, you know, is not revealed, that no one understands. And, and as you say, all the sort of social hierarchies of authority and power are there and then conferred and... Um, and, uh, and it's, I think it's telling that any any sort of uh, any cult or any any um, the, you know the things that we think of are outliers and don't identify with as our own types of cults that, that you know the indoctrination stuff it always starts with like or even just indoctrination to an idea that you, you might you may personally in your own life identify as trash um, when you see others getting suck it suck it into it it always starts with the premise that like you know we know very little about um, the power of of uh, crystals and how everything's connected in the universe. And, um, you know, we very, we know very little about, uh, you know, how the human body uh, changes and we know very little about, you know, it, it starts with the, uh, the framing of the things that we don't know, because that's where the heuristic is and the instinct is to fill the gap. Um, so much so that mm. like they're, they're, you know, they're demonstrably, uh, any number of ridiculous things that we are willing and, uh, to, you know, people are willing to all in fill that gap with because it gives it gives an answer and eases that anxiety and that. But it doesn't, um, yeah, it doesn't replace it with a with something that's robust and certainly to promote an acculturation of those things across all of our civilization would be would be the kind of madness which you would see as a day to day thing if you were to be transported out of your own society into any other any other sufficiently distant one which with its own reverences of different magics that are you know to not. Um, that not not familiar. This is suddenly mad. Well, hang on a sec. Sorry, you you kill the third born if it's a redhead because <laughs> you know so that you know the 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 people that come in boats don't invade. Like, what are you talking about? That doesn't make sense. Like, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, that's just a more. It's only it's only because of the distance that 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 seems a more um alien thing than many of the things that we do all the time. And uh, uh, yeah, I think that I think we we got to get ranking, and I think we're looking very low. I think we are looking very right. And I mean, I guess for me, yeah, I think a big part of it is that the idea of magic is invariably bound up with the idea of the magician in a way that I'm realizing more and more as we talk it out. And mm. to me, as you say, it's, 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 it's a more insidious, it's a more insidious process than even setting someone themselves up as some, setting someone up as God. It's more, you're setting yourself, the magician is in the middle, gets to be in the middle management position between a, yes, between yeah. a person and, and it, either between a group and a deity or a group and just a kind of sense of, of magic as a force. Oh, and, I mean some um, very low level operation within, you know, the God department. Like it's, it's, yes. I, I don't mean, I don't mean as in like people think that Wim Hof is God, but I mean, they're willing to let somebody who's the- but they kind of- they kind of do though, right? Exactly. The God of that domain. And they're like, yes, you know, this is, yeah, actually there is a lot of stuff we don't know about this and there are these connections and, you know, this guy's really, whatever. Yeah. What they think, what they think of him as, what they think of him as is the interlocutor between them and the ineffable. And um, he is, um, and yeah, his, um, yeah. And I mean, look, we've already, one of our earliest episodes, we ranked genius and we ranked it quite low. And to me, this is an extremely, this is a cross mapping idea, you know? This is the the blood of it all, of the worst of that. Yeah. Yeah, the the root of it, and yeah, and and look, I empathize. Look, as someone, I I consider myself someone with strong middle manager 
energy and I'm someone who often sets myself up in middle management roles in my endeavors. And because it's great because you get to um, be under, again, I'm doing it under literal human bosses and, but it's terrific because you get the support uh, of that boss and the sense of them as someone that you, that where the responsibility ultimately lies. And they're also a person that you can, that I can handily invoke them to others as the person that I'm actually acting on behalf of. And, but I still am afforded the, as, as being there, you know, being the um, person who is carrying out their goals um, and wishes if, you know, affords me a place and a role and a status no, within Nick, that. This is, this is too far the off difference because, is, yeah, the, exactly. The, the difference this, is, yeah. the difference is those people are real and the agenda is, and there's just a mundane actual <laughs> thing that's being, like, there's actually a process that's being enacted. There's, it's, it's still, you know, there's, there's, uh, any, any little, any little self-indulgence that I'm get self-indulgent benefit I'm getting out of that, um, at least, you know, connects to at least a trans, you know, there's at least a transparency of like, you can, you could at any given time, the person, like anyone who's paying attention to me, if they thought I was doing a bad job, they could just walk past me and actually go to the boss. <laughs> like they can, there's, there's not a, um, I'm not, a. that's, it's not a construct that I'm actually, um, brokering control over. I really think this is too adjacent because we're, we're not rejecting the idea that people, that there is unknown and that you should pursue, um, you know, understanding of that or that like other people add utility or that, you know, you can learn something and teach it or any of these things. Like, you know, these are just like, um, they're kind of like, there's, you know, magic is kind of the zombie that has the same form of, of, of so many other useful things, which is why it's so insidious. Is it, I mean, here's a simple way to put it. And I mean, it cross cuts with, you know, you know, I always love trashing story, which is still one of our highest ranked ideas, but yeah. you know, um, like I was saying before, there's plenty that's perfectly enjoyable about different sort of genre storytelling expressions of magic, but all of them still have insidious um, stuff baked in. And I mean, again, the idea of the, the absolute, uh, you know, uh, at least Western storytelling baked in trope of the magical mentor, the, the mentor with, with secret knowledge, um, you know, the, the wizard, the shaman, the person who is very, very um, rarely set up as the main character themselves, but not never, but always, but much more set up as the force of goodness and authority or evilness and authority in the story world. Um, it's that that like souls is just such an embedded idea in human thought now. Like mm. as in people like yeah, these that is a figure that exists in the world. Um, and um, exists in worlds and is and is somewhat essential. And like all, like <laughs> when you really look at when you really look at that, that is um, a reflection of just a, a, at least a couple of thousand years of just a lot of people in life who were just talking about things that they that were made up and that they didn't know what they were talking about, and yeah. were able to were, were able to afford them masses amount of amounts of. Um, status and influence and security in the world. And that's happening all over the place now. Like that is still a yeah. completely persistent modern phenomenon of just people who the knowledge, they are, they are the keepers of knowledge, but that knowledge is not, it's not knowledge. It's just, it's invention. And, and, and um, I think that's, that that's the exact key the, to the limits of the boundaries of what we're talking about, because the second, the second any, like say, we'll t I'll just pick the basis thing, say a magic trick. Uh, once you know how it's done, it's not magic anymore. So, so the the literal border of magic is: do we know what it is? And so, anyone who's practicing a, a kind of magic, it, it, it's a uh, you know, it, it's it's just if it's not waiting to de be debunked, it's people um, kind of taking all the free kicks in the cultural form of of uh, of of what what it can become by cashing in on the unknown or by giving certainty where there isn't, like by, by the very nature of. Um, of its existence, it, it is uncertain, and it's it's a it's a it's um it's, I'm trying to come up with some appropriate myth, but it's like say the unknown is a fog. Magic is like people ascribing like forming shaping that fog into some kind of monster that can then hurt you, you know, where where it yeah, doesn't have to yeah. happen. That's great, and yeah, and I mean, obviously, I'm sure plenty of people watch, listening to this are screaming at us that magic is fun and it's a card makes game. life. Yeah, it's yeah, magic is fun and that their personal engagement and their friends engagement with it is just fun and nice and you know and a heuristic tool that they use um to um think about the world in a certain way that is helpful for them and it's not hurting anybody. 
my uh, construction of it is that magic is fun in the same way that a lot of the stuff that we've got relatively low ranked, like fashion and fandoms, um, are very fun. Um, I just Fairness think obviously has a fun by the way that people stand on it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I, th- I think that magic is objectively fun um, and objectively is a way that people use that a lot, plenty of people do use it in more of a actively metaphorical sense. I just think that the different the, where I where I depart is that I actually think it does hurt you, listener. I think it hurts everyone because it is, um, yeah, it is it is a transmission. Even if you, no matter how I, no matter how ironically, no matter how strategically you think you're using it, the the base matter of what it is is an idea system. Like the ideas embedded in it, the power relationships embedded in it, the false revelation built it like even in a mundane way like the most benign expression of it is still a false revelation the things you're telling the thing if there's anything that it's telling you that is actually true stuff then that doesn't come from magic in and if anything you're using it as a way to i guess the i guess the the you know the the best argument that could be mounted is that oh having that one step removed having that magical thinking one step removed can sometimes help you access the mundane truths of your life in a less um scary full full on way I don't know. That's pretty weak source to me. And it doesn't, um, it's just replaceable. It's just replaceable with better things. Like you could just, yeah. you only need, you only need that because, um, because you haven't been supported to gain a better, like, um, grappling with uncertainty and, um, sitting in and celebrating of, of the, you know, of the full on actual natures of the world. And if but anything, the, that um, makes it more insidious because the second you take that small compromise with the truth as a handle to justify engaging with something, that slice off that you make, you know, someone else could pick that up and run it as the full picture. Like, like I really enjoy, um, I, I did, did, had a tarot reading, uh, you know, at the coast with some friends. We all, you know, just sat around, did pulled cards with each other and it was really fun. It's fun. Um, and, and it was a great handle to access some conversations and, and uh, you know, nice uh, windows to reflection. Um, but any... In- in, if if any of that engagement bled over to the um, the magical idea that there was some um, correlatory power between the you know your destiny to pick a card and what that therefore meant, that's that's suddenly like you know even though it can look like exactly the same thing, that's suddenly an inhibitory way where you you you're, you're arbitrarily you know giving up agency where you don't need to, or you're um, taking on information that that is not. Um, not ordered or um, not uh, not based on any reality and, and, and changing your life as a result. And that, that can have, cat- like, you know, that only needs to be mild for it to have catastrophic consequences. And and so so the, the, I think the... Yeah, and it's the epitome of the thing where the mild middle engagement of it is the centre of an Overton window where at the outlier, the outliers, yeah. you know, yeah. there, are th- there are hundreds of thousands of people at minimum... Out at the outside of that open window, who are part of like horrifically exploitative systems and being exploited through yeah. the same ideation. And yeah, you can probably again, people can be like, oh, yeah, it's people be like, oh, my friends, you know, my friends and I get what this really is. It's like it's not about you and your friends, except it's about what you and your friends are tolerating in society and what that tolerance and not interrogating. And it's about what that lack of inter- interrogation leads to at its extreme. At it at its extremes, it's the same thing as. And I feel like in a in a modern discourse where people want to talk a lot about how the specifics of, you know, language choice um, about certain populations or about your own, you know, or, you know, about different um, aspects of human selfhood, about the way people look, about the way people um, behave. Like, you know, if a lot of people want to believe that you can, that it's important to shape your own thoughts in the right way through the things that you enact and the things that you indulge in. I mean, this is one of the bigger, more persistent examples of that. And it's one that I think a lot of people who would be, who are uh, quick to police a lot of other aspects of human behavior, um, just have a real blind spot around because for them it's personally fun. And, um, mm. you know, that's fine. And again, you know, like do what you want. Yeah, I think do what you want. Like I, like, I think it's, it's, you know, a we're just ranking things on the list. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, as, um, I think you put to me once, you know, there's no evidence that just doing that, you know, you're doing better, but doing anything that is other than just what you want. <laughs> yep. Like I'm not policing anyone's engagement with magic, but um, I'm more than happy to share my <laughs> yeah, yeah, critical evaluation yeah. of it as I, as I would want anyone to share their critical. And again, is it, this is, is magic the absolute 
exclusively worst zone of and uh, is magical thinking the exclusively worst zone of um take uh like um propping up a bunch of um garbage ideations through a larger lens on the world like no like ideology i think is still going to be our bottom ranked idea and it's kind of more of the super idea that this sits inside but um yeah but i do think magic is like it's it's one of the bigger <laughs> it's it's one of the bigger junk lenses and it's a, and i mean you know maybe in a way that we got to be fair to maybe it's just because it's one of the bigger lenses means that and because of most human thought is kind of junky you know, it's it's not that it's unique. Again, it's not that it's an evil idea. It's just because it's become such a big idea, because it's such an intrinsically big idea, it's going to have mostly bad stuff in it. But I think the difference is, I think I think what I was interested to do was to talk it out and see if we stumbled upon more positives, um, more, more benefits out of the thing. And aside from the idea of just, yeah, aside from the idea of it being fun, which is not nothing, like... Um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, what else, Chris? Like, you know, let's, with that last ditch. Any of the positive elements of it that I can think of are just ones that even sink it further because they just mean that um, the engagement with it is going to be more legitimized and widespread. The, 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 the most positive thing I can say for magic is in, that in our current society, if you were to describe something as magic, that's not that doesn't give it a legitimacy for most people like that that, that gives it the, the exact opposite so so it is easy, seemingly easier to transcend than some of our worst ideas in that um in that uh you know even though we might uh engage in heuristics that are that are the same as um exercising ma- magic the second that you know culturally if something's identified as um you know well we actually just don't know how um you know, okay, a lot of scientists claim that, um, you know, the atmosphere is warming up because of, you know, p- pollutants that, w- that we add to it, but we don't know a lot about it. And, um, you know, nature works in mysterious ways and there's, you know, there's a healing balance to everything. W- w- you know, I think if you said that in any, um, you know, public forum, you, you know, only the people that were already predisposed to be of your tribal or like you would defend you because it's, you know, like, okay, that magical thinking, great. This, it's observably wrong like and, and yeah. we've got we've, we've we've taken the tools to navigate that so i think i think in the spheres in which that we've collectively transcended particular magics it's seen as a regressive thing um so it's not as it's not as bad as say fairness or ideology um or potentially even rights just just ideas that um people broadly think of as really good but it is bad in that its existence at all is is uh yeah is um, and, and it's very I guess sweeping. an exhausting dis- distortion of the unknown. Um, and and w- when you when you when you explain the unknown incorrectly, you don't interrogate it to find out what it is. And there's great utility yeah. for learning. And I'm still, you know, I'm still perfectly into the idea of being able to talk, look at things in the world, and talk about ah oh, that, you know, that je ne sais quoi, that X factor. There's something else there. You know, there's a yeah. component and to that, this and that, that, that we all that we all recognize. Yeah, but I to me like it's just saying and just really absolutely admitting and we don't know. We just don't know what it is. Is like that's that that to me has a potential to be to be more fun. Or even, you know, like yeah, even just conjecture to be yeah, like having more space for like yeah, and we can conjecture a bunch of things, we can theorize, we can imagine, but it's but we're not going to set up <laughs> yeah, we are not going to we're not going to get too deep into yeah, let's, we're going to let law L O R E just be the zone of be be in the zone of fiction, and even then, mm. be careful with it because fiction is just as dangerous as um, ideology, really. So, um, but again, we've talked about that in other episodes. Um, story bottom episode, ten. Go listen to it. Bottom ten. So yeah. So I mean, look, going up from the bottom, um, ideology is in the bottom. Then good and evil, natural morality, fulfillment, faith. Cool asceticism, debate, uh, rights and debate, and then then above that is fairness, souls, romance, love, shame. So it's it's worse you than souls, right? There. Yeah, because um, it's because it's I bad think it's in worse all the than ways. coolness. I th- I think if I were to call for one reevaluation, it would be fairness has to be on the bottom. But that you know, is that so could, bad. That, that, could, love, that could be that, that could be a hundredth episode review. Yeah, I love that, Chris. What, probably what we should, we should just do for hundredth episode is just um, what we did for the fiftieth episode, where we go back over any of the ideas that um, we feel need to be unpacked more. But the um, but yeah, cool. Um, I love because fairness is obviously the one that um, the most people where I think our low our already 
dismally low ranking of it is the biggest where we're it's is the most against the general public intuition so i love the idea of ranking it even lower <laughs> so yeah. great because it sucks but um check out check out our episode on it um and i'd love to you know i'd love to talk about it again in episode 100 just to keep trashing it so sorry but you said the local it's worth- is, is yeah for sure Yep, and then so underneath cool is faith, fulfillment, morality, natural. It's not as bad as natural. Is it as how does is it worse than? Yeah, it definitely I has mean, to be above is- natural because it's it's kind of like yeah, natural is the shadow of its bad idea. It's it's even worse you know, <laughs> in a way. Yeah, natural. I mean, natural is even more. Natural is just it's natural is just a fake idea. Like it's just a it's wrong. Needle- it's needless and it and it and it's and needless it, and horrifically and it, damaging and very colonizing. Yeah. So morality, fulfillment, faith, I guess all quite bad. So it's Where do you have it relative to faith? Yeah, that's kind of the, that is the operative question. I think it's worse. I think it's worse because, um, you know, faith is, is the way of engaging with something, you know, beyond it's, you know, you're having a belief beyond a measured reality, which is why it was bad. Not because to have faith in something is bad or, you know, the, um, it's it's just ultimately a replaceable concept, but I think magic is worse because um, because magic is its own fixed endpoint uh, explainer, or um, you know, it's beyond faith. It's it's like a certainty. Faith faith is mostly bad because once it exists as an idea, it holds itself up as a. It's not just an idea; it's a value. A virtue, it's like, yeah. It's, it's it's a it's a virtue, and we we couldn't detect. A, a supportable reason for it to be a virtue, which makes it pretty bad. Um, magic is less. Magic isn't presented as a virtue; it's just presented as a sense, as a force of, as an existing force. And right. Uh, okay. It, so maybe in I, that sense, it's exactly um, my exact reasoning would put it just above it. I think may that that's my sense of yeah. it. As okay. in, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you yeah. reminded me of, of why we ranked faith there. I, um, yeah. Okay. So what's 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 above faith currently? The first one. Cool. So um, yeah, I think so, we got so it. that that feels that feels great actually because yeah because I mean in terms of the yeah the idea of um, cool like everything that we said was bad about cool because again the, uh, for anyone listening for the first time we we really do believe that the active ranking on the lists um, means that you can protect the best possible idea of each idea by having the ideas above or below it which can kind of elevate it or carve out the worst bits and I think having magic underneath cool even though cool is still bottom 10 gives you a sense of like protects the idea of cool a bit because you can at least take out all of the um you take taking out some level of the ineffident of the of the um like a lot yeah a lot of a, a lot of the kind of uh fabricated notions and uninterrogated notions that make up the idea of cool kind of it, it really is just a type of magical thinking right mm-hmm. um yeah so taking cool at taking magic out of cool defangs cool to some extent yeah, I mean, what's what's cooler than you know someone who's mysterious and unknown? Mm. Oh, I don't know why they're like that. <laughs> <laughs> Must be magic. <laughs> it's just you know they're just uh, turns out they're actually just a hat stand with sunglasses on them. Two, <laughs> four, six, seven. So, so now it's, it's, they're now <laughs> so angular. Cool. Seventh worst idea now. What a bad showing. I knew I I didn't think it would do well, but yeah, that's. Um, I didn't think it would do that badly either. From when you said yeah. it, I mean, I I didn't I didn't. My instincts was cold, but then I thought, oh, you know, maybe the, the redeeming virtue of um, how nice it is to play with the unknown and things like that could be good. But all those things, all those elements you absolutely exist completely independent of, of exactly of, of what uh, yeah. at least, what are the boundaries of what we're defining as magic. And I think I think this is maybe, um, you know, the reason this is a compelling project for us at all is because you, you and I spent a lot of time um, – experiencing and med- I mean we all spend a lot of time experiencing but you and I I know spend a lot of time meditating and lamenting the the gap between um what things are called and what they are and I think you know mm. I think that's really at the essence of why there are surprising things in the list um uh, because you know that it, it turns out that upon interrogation you know it doesn't take much to realize that the you know th- this emperor has no clothes and it is a totally different thing um and uh, you know we're all, and it's even worse because we've all been using it in this particular innocuous way, but it's you know it has these damaging consequences on thinking and um, you know subsequent structures that you do off of the idea. I, and uh, th- that's that's why it, doing this list with you, Nick, and having these conversations has made my life immeasurably richer. I, I, I love it, and I hope that um, if you're a listener, 
and you get any benefit as well um, that you could share that with people that you think might, uh, you know, um, also enjoy being on this journey because it's a, it's a really enriching one I'm finding in my own personal life. So thank you, Nick. Hugely agree, Chris. Thank you. Thank you so much for saying it. And thank you. As I've, as I've said in the past, it's only this, the version of it being what it is, is only possible for me because of the specific way that you are as a person in terms of, and, and what it means for how we're able to discuss ideas. You know, my excitement about our ranking of this idea is um, there's a whole other shallow level with just as a creative restrictions nerd. I just love the idea of um, genre authors. Like what, what would happen if you made genre authors um, have to, uh, do all of their kind of sword and sorcery genre storytelling, but they just couldn't use the they couldn't use magic, you know. As in, not they couldn't use the idea of ineffable forces, but they could, you know. Just if you had to, if even just for five years, they had to do all story storytelling where they had to take out the idea of they had to they had to literally do contend with the idea of unknown forces, like where it's like okay, there are mm. unknown forces in your story world, and you have to and and you as the author never get to reveal them. You don't get to reveal them. You don't get to explain them. You don't get to reduce them away to a thing. Um, how would you do? That's, yeah, that's an extremely um, uh, formalist, uh, pretentious thing that I would get really excited about. Um, I look forward but, to yes. your fantasy series. We know everything <laughs> except the things we don't, Nick Delatovic. Exactly, exactly. Um, it wouldn't, yeah, it, was, it would only make things better. That's my hot take. Um, great. Uh, well, we'll look... Um, so we'll look forward to seeing you all uh, in the next couple of episodes leading up to our hundredth episode. Again, yeah. on the almost on the almost certain conviction that this wasn't it. Um, it works great either way. But yeah, um, please, if you have ideas about what to do for episode one hundred, um, either as an idea or as a formalist exercise, uh, let us know, and we'll decide to do whatever we want. I love you very <laughs> much, Chris. Love you too, Nick. See you next time. Sometimes commotion, sometimes no commotion. Rank ideas.